Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. So excited to be starting a new series titled, The Miracle is in You. The Miracle in You. And can I tell you something? When you read the Christmas story, one of the things you notice it is that the Christmas story is full of miracles. It's all about miracles. When Jesus came into the world, he came in through multiplied miracles. And all of these miracles are general and specific in a very unique kind of way. They're specific to what was going on at the time, but they're also general because of their availability to each and every one of us in the here and the now. Now you might say, well, that's not true because Mary is the only virgin who conceived, but I've got news for you that even the way the Son of God was, was conceived in her life, Jesus can be birthed into our lives too. So how many know it's miracles all over the place and they are specifically miracles that were done inside of people, miracles that God wants to do in you. Miracles that he wants to do and you and I, hallelujah. So there's this amazing mix of the divine. See, this is what separates Christianity from every other philosophy, every other religion. No one comes close to this reality. What is the Christmas story all about? It's a mix of the divine God and just simple, average human beings like you and me. And can I tell you something, if you're watching uh, online, if the, if the purposes of God, if the blessing of God, if the will of God is really going to unfold and lead you into the abundant life that God has for you, guess what? It's because of the miracle inside of you. We can't do this on our own. How many know that? So what, today what we're going to do is we're going to read. There's two sides to this miracle. We're going to read one side of the miracle. We just decided to do it chronologically. Matthew chapter 1, beginning with verse uh, 18, says this. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ took place. His mother Mary was engaged to Joseph, but before they were married, she found out that she was going to have a baby by the Holy Spirit. Joseph was a man who always did what was right, but he did not want to disgrace Mary publicly. What that means is, is he didn't accept that miracle. So he made plans to break the engagement privately. While he was thinking about this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary to be your wife. In other words, the angel was speaking to Joseph and he was saying, Joseph, don't reject her. Don't reject Mary. Okay, it says, for it is by the Holy Spirit that she has conceived. She will have a son and you will name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. 
Now all this happened in order to make come true what the Lord had said through the prophet. It was the prophet Isaiah who said, a virgin will become pregnant and have a son and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Everybody say that with me. God is with us. And while he was thinking about, I'm sorry. And so when Joseph woke up, he married, uh, he married Mary as the angel of the Lord had told him. In other words, he accepted the miracle inside of her. And then it says, but he had no sexual relations with her before she gave birth to her son. And Joseph named him Jesus. The title of today's message is The Miracle of Presence. The Miracle of Presence. The greatest miracle, in a sense, of Christianity is that we get the fullness of the presence of God inside of us. Joseph was actually persuaded by the miracle of presence to accept instead of reject Mary. Now, this is a very, very, it's subtle, but this is a very big deal. Let me tell you what R.C. Sproul said about his names. It says, the term Emmanuel describes what Christ does. It describes the event of incarnation. That means when God takes on human flesh. He will be called Emmanuel because he will be the incarnate presence of God with us. The miracle of presence is that God wants to be with us. Anybody here happy that God wants to be with us? Literally, literally be with us. Not just at church, but when you're home, when you wake up, when you go down, when you're in the difficult times of your life, we have access to the miracle of presence. He came to be with us. Emmanuel, but watch this. It says, but his proper Jewish name will be Jesus because Jesus, it says, because he will save his people from their sins. The miracle of presence is that we have access today to Emmanuel, God with us. And look, this is so deep in a way that I want to pray. I want to unpack this for you. But I don't want any believer to miss this today. I want you to recognize that you need to go deeper in your awareness. If you're a Christian here today, you need to go deeper in your awareness of the miracle of presence. And so I want to pray right now. Come on, let's, let's lift our hands and let's pray for revelation right now. Watching online in Philadelphia. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we celebrate your birth every year. And there are certain things that you wanted us to celebrate every year because every year there is a deeper meaning, a greater impact that you want to make upon our lives. And so, Lord, I lift up Philadelphia Tabernacle. I lift up Chicago Tabernacle. I lift up our online family. And I pray for a deep penetrating, oh God, sense and power of the miracle of presence in our lives. I pray that not one 
uh, person who's hearing my voice would take for granted that we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. So bless this word and apply it deeply, richly to every life. In the mighty name of Jesus and all God's people said, amen and amen. Without the miracle of presence, it is impossible for you and I to become everything that, that God wants for our lives. We need the miracle of presence. The miracle of presence is fundamentally the first miracle that he does for us. If you want to have a relationship with God, what you're asking for is the miracle of his presence. Now, this text breaks down the miracle of presence. Okay, so like I said, this, this, there's a lot to unpack here. Listen closely. First of all, his presence is only available to you and me because of his loving mercy. So the Bible says his name is Jesus, and Jesus came to do what? To save us from our sins. The only way to be saved from your sins is to experience the loving mercy of God. How many know salvation is an act of mercy? When someone gets saved, when someone's sins are forgiven, it's because Jesus decided to come and to pay a price that you and I could never pay. It was his loving mercy. Jesus doesn't save you because of your scorecard. How many know if we went by our scorecard, we would lose the game? But Jesus came to wash away that scorecard. How many are thankful that our sins have been washed away? Hallelujah. It's because of his incredible mercy. The, 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 the power of the miracle of presence is first and foremost is that God finds a way for you to, and I to be right with him. That's what the, what is Christmas all about? It's God coming to earth to find a way to become part of people's lives, to become the miracle of presence inside of their lives. Now, the biggest application of this mercy of God is that mercy starts to conquer the spirit of rejection. Now, the spirit of rejection is all over the earth. The spirit of rejection starts in the schoolyard. How many people remember being five years old and three or four kids are there and for some reason you weren't accepted in the group? How many know that the spirit of rejection is what causes so much loneliness, anxiety, and pain? I'm not gonna ask anybody to raise their hands but I'm telling you right now, the biggest source of conflict in this world is because we have experienced the spirit of rejection and we even reject one another, even in the church, 
even in our homes, we reject one another and we reject one another because we don't realize that we have the miracle of his presence. And can I tell you something? When you have the miracle of presence, the miracle of presence says Jesus absolutely accepts you and loves you no matter who's rejected you in your life. In Philadelphia, even if you've been wounded by rejection, guess what? Today, if you have Christ in you, the hope of glory, you are totally received. You are totally accepted. Come on, let's praise God that he accepts us. He doesn't reject us. The miracle of presence is your spiritual and emotional insurance and assurance that you are not rejected. Why does someone get insurance? You get insurance so that if something happens, your losses are covered. Well, can I tell you something? Jesus came to cover our losses. Jesus is our assurance. Jesus is our insurance. He wants to be with us. What is the gift of Christmas? The gift of Christmas is that God wants to be with us. And the next time you're tempted to be operating in the spirit of rejection, I'm telling you right now, you don't have to operate in the spirit of rejection because you've not been rejected. You have been what? Accepted. These are some of the deepest challenges of our society And here's what the spirit of rejection does. Number one, the spirit of rejection distorts our present circumstances. The spirit of rejection confuses our interactions. And lastly, the spirit of rejection will very often alter our personality. So like some people, look, listen to me. There is a you that God wants you to be. But some people lose themselves. They lose sight of that because every time they walk into a room, every time they're talking to somebody, they have been so impacted by the spirit of rejection that it literally starts to alter their personality. And Jesus comes to do something so deep so profound, so liberating in our lives so that we could become the kind of people that instead of, and look, look, uh, uh, in a minute, I'm gonna tell you to look in the mirror in a few moments, but listen, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you feel rejected when you look in the mirror? Are you down on yourself? This is a unique season because so many people, when we should be celebrating, so many people are actually down during the holidays. Why do people get down during the holidays? I'm gonna tell you why they feel down is because they feel lonely and not accepted or rejected. But Jesus came to be with us. Listen to this. I was... I was thinking about, uh, you know, I'm always going to bring up a sports illustration. I was thinking about Tim Tebow. I watched the thing on Tim Tebow once. Tim Tebow won the Heisman Trophy Award um, for college football two years in a row. Tim Tebow was the most famous, non-partying, virgin 
football player in the history of college football. And the crazy thing was, is that here, this non-partying, like he wasn't even trying to be cool. Non, he was, he, he, was, he was a virgin and he was proud of it. He was so full of the miracle of presence that all of the guys and all of the people around him, they couldn't reject him. Can I tell you something? When you understand that you have Christ in you, the hope of glory, they can't reject you. You're too confident in God. They can't put you down. Why is it that some Christians, they get saved, their whole family rejects them, and they're like, I'm good, I'm good. Anybody here been rejected because you're a believer? And you say, I'm good, it's all good. Why? Because you have Christ in you, the hope of glory. We have the miracle of presence. Come on, receive that into your heart. You have the miracle of presence. He's there, hallelujah. And the miracle of presence is the cure for depression. The miracle of presence is the cure for isolation. The miracle of presence is the thing that will transform you so that when you walk into the room, you won't be under it anymore. And guess what? You will make more friends. You will have a better life. But it's because your needs are settled by the miracle of presence. And so I, 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 think about, I think about how hard this season can be on so many people and they don't understand. Can I say this to you? Before I give you a couple of application points, listen in Philadelphia. It's very, very important. And I've noticed this more in the last six months. God has been showing me something. What he's been showing me is when the enemy attacks us, one of the biggest things that he does is he causes us to forget that Jesus is right here. We, ta we talked about this last week. And listen to this. Who you are, right? Who you really are is who you are when you're not under the spirit of rejection. So you ever talk to someone and you're like, Hey, um, how you doing today? And they're like, I'm fine. How are you? Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? You probably met like five people like that this week, right? You know, hey, sir, how are you? And they're like, who are you? Are you the person who goes, who are you? Because if you're the person who goes, who are you? guess what? Maybe you have fallen under the spirit of rejection because not everybody's after you. How many know not everybody's after you? So the miracle of presence was so powerful because Jesus came to deal with us, deal with something deep inside of us and that is the spirit of rejection. Now, here's how this applies very quickly. Number one, when you have received the miracle of presence, you know that you know that you know that he's with you. So look, we celebrate all kinds of things. We celebrate somebody's birthday. 
we celebrate, uh, um, when we're going to see friends. We have all sorts of reasons we celebrate, you know, um, we have holiday parties. When was the last time that you actually celebrated that he's with you? I want you to go home today and I want you to say, hallelujah, Jesus, you are with me. You are inside of me, Lord God. You have accepted me. And God, on my worst day, Lord God, I have Christ in me, the hope of glory. The future is bright because Christ is in me. It's gonna be a great 2024 because Christ is in me, hallelujah. I have Christ in me, the hope of glory. He's the miracle of presence. Do you know in the kingdom of God, there is no such thing as alone? If you're part of the kingdom of God, there is no such thing as the word alone. Alone does not exist in the kingdom of heaven because Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. No matter where you are, no matter what's going on, guess what? He's right here. We have Christ in us, the hope of glory. Come on, come on, practice celebrating that he's with you. Hallelujah. Look, I read this. I was like, man, I've missed this verse. I've read the Bible so many times. I've missed this verse. Isaiah 8, 10 says this. Check this out. It says, devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand for everyone. God is with us. Come on, let's read that together. Ready? Let's read that. This is a good verse for you to remember during the Christmas season here in Philadelphia. Listen to this. Let's read together. Ready? Devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand for God is with us. Come on, praise God. God is with us. Hallelujah. I remember getting this revelation when I was on my sabbatical because, you know, I had this habit of praying all the time. I need you, God. In fact, one of the ways that I know that my spirit is slipping is when I say I need you, God. Believe it or not, and that's a good thing to say, by the way, okay? But when I was on sabbatical... And all I had to do when we went away, the gift that the church gave us was one of the greatest gifts we've ever received. But when I was away, I would wake up and I would go to seek God. And when I would go see God, there was a moment when I would say, I need you, Lord. I need you. Like I do all the time. And I, I do feel that. But I felt like the Holy Spirit whispered in my heart, stop saying you need me. You have me. How many are grateful that we have Jesus? It changes your faith, it changes your confidence, it changes your disposition when you realize he loves me and wants me. Listen to this. This past week, one of a friend of mine was invited to an event this past week in Chicago. There were only about 300 people there and it was hosted by one of the most powerful names in the nation, you know, in the world, I guess, is the Walton family. So one of the Waltons held this event downtown. I happened to know who was there. 
and um, and they had two special guests. One was like this super like blockbuster movie star guy. He was there for one of the events. The other one was somebody from the president's cabinet, and it was very exclusive. It was very like like you, anybody here knew about that. <laughs> Sorry, you know what I mean. So it's like it's like. This is very, very exclusive, right? Now you take that and you read Jesus being born, okay? So if Jesus was born today, many of us would think that Jesus would invite those 300 people. And Jesus loves them, but we would think that Jesus, the coming of the Son of God, would be into an event like that and they would all have front row seats. But that's not the way it went. Okay, if Jesus was born today, it would be probably like him in Garfield Park or him in some kind of some kind in, in, in Kensington, in Philadelphia. Where would Jesus be born today in Philadelphia, in Kensington, the neighborhood that is so notorious for for drug addiction and violence and crime? Guess where Jesus came to be born? Guess where the king of glory came to declare? I love these people. They belong to me. I want to be Emmanuel, God with them. Anybody thankful? He wants us. He's here with us. Hallelujah. Maybe some of us would have arranged our birth in a fancy place, but not Jesus. Jesus came to be with the lowly and the meek. The most average have access to the Son of the living God. When Jesus, when the angels appeared on that night, they appeared to the shepherds. The shepherds were considered the lowest in society. They did not have special invitations anywhere. And yet God comes and he says, I love you. Listen in Philadelphia, when we receive the gospel that we were singing about, when we receive the miracle of presence, part of what you're doing is you're receiving the one who's able to minister. Do you want to talk about therapy? You want to talk about counseling? You want to talk about healing? If you want healing today, just receive the miracle of presence. If you have emotional things and, 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 and hardship in your soul, guess what? All you have to do is receive what? The miracle of presence. Everybody say the miracle of presence. His name shall be called Emmanuel. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Now look, let me, let me prove this point a little bit more with a quote by C.S. Lewis, which I think is absolutely mind-boggling if they could send me uh, a keyboard player while I read this to you. Listen to this. You got to think, but listen. It is a poor thing to strike our colors to God when the ship is going down under us. A poor thing to come to him as a last resort to offer up our own when it is no longer worth keeping. If God were proud, he would hardly have us on such terms, but he is not proud. 
He stoops to conquer. He will even have us, though we have shown that we prefer everything else to him and come to him because there is nothing better now to be had. The same humility is shown by all those divine appeals to our fears which trouble high-minded readers of Scripture. It is hardly complimentary to God that we should choose him as an alternative to hell, yet even this he accepts. What did I just say? Okay, I know this is deep, but listen, someone once told me, when you preach to people, remember people are simple. And I was like, not my people. <laughs> Maybe your people are simple, not my people. My people are smart. My people are deep. They listen with their minds and with their hearts. So drink this in. Drink it in. You know what it's saying? It's saying God is not proud, even though he's God. You know why God is not proud? Because many people spend a long, a big part of their life running from God. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe you're in Philadelphia. Maybe you're running from God. And God has demonstrated his love. He has done it. He has preached it. He has chased you. He has, he has gone after you over and over and over again. And here's what C.S. Lewis was saying. Even when we reject him, he loves us. And some people, when they're, when they're really in trouble, you know, like foxhole conversion. Lord, if you get me out of this one. If you save me from this big mess, right? And if it was us, we would say, get out of here. But how many are thankful that he says, I've been waiting for you. I love you. I want you. Let me save you. Let me rescue you. Let me deliver you. Come on in Philadelphia. Come on online right here. Let's praise God for the miracle of his loving, merciful presence. Hallelujah. There's nothing like Jesus. There's nothing like Jesus. And look, no matter what you're facing, it could be financial problems, it could be emotional problems, it could be relational problems. Guess what? He's there with you. Start there. I know I said a lot of this last week, but I feel like I need to say it again. The way your relationship with God and the way your life like steps into the openings of the freedom that God has for your life. It's simple. He's with me. I receive you, God. Thank you for being with me. Come on, right now, lift your hands right now and just say thank you for being here. Thank you for being with me. Let's thank him for this last year. Was he with you this year in Philadelphia online? Was he with you this year? Thank you. Thank you for being with us, Lord. We celebrate your coming. We celebrate your nearness. We celebrate your goodness, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. People have let us down, but you never let us down. We're never alone. I am not alone. Hallelujah, I'm not alone. You're with us, God. You're with us. Blessed be the name of the Lord so the first thing 
is that as all day, all week, what is the miracle of presence? The miracle of presence is that he's with you. Man, I had a good time of praying this morning. You know why? Because I was like, thank you for being with me, Lord. We got so many things going on, but thank you for being with me, Lord. And you know what? I'm not special, but you think I'm special. How many are thankful God really thinks you are something else? Come on, let's, let's celebrate the miracle of presence. And look, last thing I'll say about this, consequently, would you just chill out and relax? My friend says, would you chillax? Stop being so angry. Stop being so anxious. You don't have to be anxious. Christ is with you. Christ will take care of you. God loves you with an everlasting love. He's right there. It's the miracle of presence. Some people need to go home. Just lay down the weapons. And thank Jesus that he's in your house. How many of he's in your house? He is the Prince of Peace. How many declare peace on every house? Peace on every apartment. Peace, hallelujah. Joy, confidence. Because of the miracle of presence, he's with you. Celebrate the fact that you're not alone and that he's with you. Okay, here's the second thing now. This is very, very important for this Christmas season. This is the launching pad of the Christmas season. Guess what? He's not just with you, but he's with you when you're with others. The miracle of presence means that God is with you when you're with others. It means that wherever you go, you don't have to feel him. How many know if God said, receive, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be born again. He will come into your heart and then he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Just because you don't feel it that day, just because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. How many know every time you look in the mirror, remember, remember there is a miracle inside of you. And wherever you go, he wants to shine through you. He wants to shine through you. He wants to use you this week and this day. He wants to shine his light through your life. He's not just with you. He's with you when you're with others. Go home today. Here's your homework. And when you look in the mirror, I want you to pray. Thank you for being with me, Lord. Pray this tomorrow. Now, Lord, shine through me. Come on, everybody say, shine through me, Lord. Come on and shine through your people, Lord Jesus. When you encounter people in the days ahead, he's going to shine through you. Do you realize that you can have a moment with someone that can impact their eternity, not just their present, but their eternity? Why? Because you didn't even know it, but Jesus was shining through you. He's not just with you. He's with you when you're with other people. When you go to work tomorrow, he's with you, and he's going he's gonna to be with you to others. How Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. That's the rich life. You know, that's the rich life. 
That's the blessed life. The blessed life is that you're not just saved and are carrier of the presence of God, but because you carry the presence of God, when you walk into the room, Jesus wants to shine through you. You are. Everybody say, I am the light of the world. Come on, say it with me. I am the light of the world. Come on, praise God because you are the light of the world. Be a light when you go home today. Be confident. You don't have to argue. You don't have to overreact. You have the miracle of presence. You can, you can stop being angry. You can give up the scorecard. God wants to use you to build your family. Look, I'm telling you right now, Okay, everybody in Philadelphia, if you're single, if you go home to be by yourself, or if you have a family, I'm telling you right now, God wants you to have a godly experience. God wants your home to be different from the homes of this world. God wants joy and peace and love and laughter because he is in that house. He is in that car. Come on, put your hands together and say, thank you for the miracle of presence, hallelujah. Don't accept the lies. Don't say that's for those people. No, he died for you. He came for you. You were the one that was on his mind. Hallelujah. He would have been born right where you are. He couldn't be born in all of those places, so he was born in a place so that no one could feel like, well, I'm disqualified. No. And listen, I found this out doing some research. I want you to, let's go back to 1886. Downtown Chicago. Forgive me for the sports illustration. I'm gonna try to find different ones, okay? One Sunday afternoon in Chicago, a group of professional ball players entered a saloon and when they emerged, they saw a group of people playing instruments, singing gospel hymns, and testifying of Christ's power to save from sin. Memories of a log cabin in Iowa, an old church, and a godly mother. Everyone say a godly mother. Okay? A godly mother. So, where was his godly mother? Maybe in Iowa. I don't know, but watch this. It says, and a godly mother raced through the mind of one of the ball players. Tears came to his eyes. He said, boys, I'm through. I'm gonna turn to Jesus Christ. We've come to the parting of ways. Whether you accept me or reject me, it doesn't really matter. See, when you get to that place, man, your life is so good. When you stop worrying about what everyone else thinks, when you stop being tormented by everyone else's permission, uh, uh, opinion of your life, you are so good. But only one person can set you free of those things. Listen, he said, I'm through. I'm going to turn to Jesus Christ. We've come to the parting of ways. Some of his companions mocked him, but others were silent. 
only one encouraged him. He turned from the group and entered the Pacific Garden Mission. Could we praise God for Pacific Garden Mission downtown Chicago? So many years of making a humble, powerful impact for Jesus. It says, later, the ball player told what occurred. I called upon God's mercy. I staggered out of my sins into the outstretched arms of the Savior. Anybody here staggering in sin? You're watching online. You're in Philadelphia. You're staggering in sin. Can I tell you something? The Savior's arms are open wide. Hallelujah. His arms are open wide. It says, I became instantly a new creature in him. The next morning at practice, my manager, Mike Kelly, greeted me and said, Billy, I read in the paper what occurred yesterday. Religion is in my long suit, but I won't knock you. And I'll knock the daylights out of anyone who does. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that converted ball player was Billy Sunday, who became the world-renowned evangelist. That baseball player led thousands upon thousands of people. You know why? Because he had a mama at home who had light going out of her. She had light going out of her. Because you see, brothers and sisters, he's not just with us to be with us. He's also with us so that when we're with others, that's why this Christmas season is so powerful. Listen, I said this last week. I want to say it again. Do yourself a favor. Get out of yourself and let Jesus use you. This week, this month, could you let Jesus just shine through you? Yes, you have problems. Yes, you have needs. Yes, you have wants. But how many know he's got you? He's with you. Could we praise God once again? He's with you. Just let him use you. The miracle of presence, you know, I was like, I want to preach one a little bit more exciting than this one today. No, because this is deep, but this is powerful. If you're lacking peace, if you're lacking joy, if you're walking around upset, if you're angry with people, if, you're, if you have strife in your family, in Philadelphia, if, if you're going home to a, a, an apartment by yourself and you're like, you're way, way down because of loneliness, in the name of Jesus, receive the miracle of presence. When you start to celebrate the presence of God in that apartment, He's going to come like a mighty rushing wind with his presence. And you won't even understand it, but you will be happy in Jesus. How many would say amen? Hallelujah. So know this about the Lord and about the things of God. The most important thing to God is always you. You're what's most important to him. But the minute he makes you good, then he 
he starts to use you for his glory. So listen, in Philadelphia, if you're watching online, I have to ask you, maybe you're here and you've been coming to church for a while and you've come to church before, but you've never received the miracle of his presence. Maybe uh, um, this is your first time. Maybe you're watching online. You know about God and you know about the things of God. Let me tell you something, okay? The difference between Christianity and every other religion out there and philosophy out there, every self-help book you could ever read is that all other things are advice from the outside. But with Jesus, when you get advice, you get advice from the inside because he came to be Emmanuel, God with us.